Hello and welcome to The Last Bell, MVL's weekly variety podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jonah Cromer. And I am your co-host, Andy Muskie. Andy, how's it going this week? It's going. This is, this is going to be a good week. My birthday's this week. I'm looking forward to that. Turn the big 1-7. Oh yeah, it's always good to have birthdays on the show. If you want your birthday featured on the show, if you want a friend's birthday featured on the show, let us know. That's Jonah and Andy at MVL Desktop. At you Desktop 6th Hour. Come and see us. <laughs> yeah, write a note. Stick it in the room. Uh, the table furthest to the south. You'll see us when we, get, when we come in. Yep. Possible and segment. Birthday shout out. We could work that in. Yep. And I think we're ready to start off right away with last week, this week, today. Andy, what do we have? All right. So as always... Shout out Eli, great sports report. That's how we get most of our stuff for our recaps. Um, October 1st, our loyal cross-country team battled the Tigers of Springfield. Top finishers Naomi Anderson and Priscilla Bauer for the girls, and then Caleb Karlovsky and Mitchell Ulrich for the boys. After that, there, was, uh, there were two soccer games. One was boys' soccer against Wasika. The other was girls' soccer at Wasika. You were at the girls' game? I was unfortunately unable to attend oh, either okay. game. But I believe that it was not close. I know. I don't know about the guys' game. I know the girls lost. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. But the girls have been keeping it close against most teams. And when they keep it close, they win. But they've been blown out a couple of times. Let's hope that they can do better as the playoffs approach. The guys have been in the mix and... Basically, every single one of their games, they, the cookie just has crumbled the wrong way a few too many times. But I think it's now time to go to Us in the Past, where we have interviewed two cross-country runners to find out what's up with cross-country. Thanks, Us from the Future. This week, we are joined by Caleb Karlowski and Anna Van Riesen. How are both of you? I am doing phenomenal. Pretty great. It's pretty good on our ends, too. Um, let's start off with some questions about cross-country, which is the real reason why we brought you here. We want to know what's the deal with cross-country. So, yeah, why, why are you in cross-country, a sport where you run and throw up for fun, it seems? That seems to be the golden question, and I don't think anybody... Unless you're like clinically insane, I don't think anybody actually truly enjoys it. It's more of a bonding experience for most of us. Yep. We bond over hard work and occasionally food. <laughs> so on on the on the note of food, um I've noted because I've been to a couple meets now, um I've seen some pretty good food after every meet. Uh what what would you say is the like the best all time post meet meal you've had? Ooh. Well, I don't know. It's not happening this year, but I remember Dylan Burkholz's grandparents used to make a stellar like turkey supreme, Ooh. and it was very nice on a cold meat. It was nice and warm, and it tasted fantastic. It was always really good. I think my favorite would probably have to be tater tot hot dish, just because one that's my favorite food in general. But again, like what Caleb said, the warm food after a really cold run, oh, it's perfect. I Turkey Supreme has uh, a high skill ceiling. If Turkey Supreme is done well, it's really good, but it's not hard to mess it up. 
Wait, going back to Anna's thing, someone brought tater tot hot dish to a meet once? Yeah. Okay, so all of the parents... Was this, like, in a crock pot or, like... Yeah, well, that's what most people do. So, like, all of the parents, they take turns... Well, normal years. It's COVID this year, so it's a little different. But the parents take turns bringing meals to feed all of the runners after we run. And so a lot of them will do sandwiches, um, like meat and cheese or hot dish. I think we had, like, lasagna or spaghetti or something one time. So they really go all out. It's pretty nice. That that's pretty cool, honestly. Like I know with football meals, like they're good, but like we eat at three oh five, so it's like we're not even hungry, so we can't even appreciate the food. It's at like that a point. snack, a giant snack. Yeah, it's essentially. I think that's how it goes for almost every other sports team. It's okay. We're going to eat at three thirty, and then everybody else is, um, you know, oh, okay. I'm going to nibble a little bit, but I don't want to be too full for the game, and then. Cross country, it's like, if you finish the race, you get food. Right. Nothing hits better than food after a cross country race. It's it's so good. It's like, is there less appreciation for the food or more? Because it's like, you just ate a meat, or you didn't eat a meat. <laughs> You're eating meat after a meat. We'll, we'll say that. Like, you just ran a, a long 5K, and... You're just hungry, and you could do anything. At that point, do you even care what it is, or like... Um, I would say certain foods, um, probably, I would say, like, the junk. Sometimes they throw, like, Cheetos on the side. You're, like, pass. You're not into Cheetos, bro? After a meet, man. There's just some things that don't make you feel good. But chocolate milk and bananas are probably the best things to have after a meet. It's just, it's so refreshing. The perfect fuel. Mm -hmm. Do you have any good cross-country stories? Um... There was one time when the MSU mental health people came over to MVL to like do a mental health screen with our team for cross country, and more or less they were having us come up with motivations for ourselves. And I said, whenever I see a car parked on the side of a curb incorrectly, it it just sets me off and moves me forward. I guess. Mine isn't necessarily a specific event. It's more of just like a general occurrence that happens. So before MVL did construction on our football field, we used to run in that area and the grass in the morning would always be super wet. And so the frogs would be there all the time, especially with the swamp. And so we would run and the frogs would try and hop across where we were running. And so you just pelt the frogs and it was the most traumatic and terrifying experience ever. It was awful. <laughs> I, I miss the frogs. I don't. I could the frogs definitely go without. <laughs> We, we we only found a couple in, in summer practices this year for football. Didn't football, like, kick them or something, like, intentionally? Well, they've been thrown. They have been mangled up by uh, Isaac Baki. Not shout out names. if you're listening. Um, <laughs> way to be a frog killer. I've got to say my path through MVL has been relatively free from amphibians. I haven't really seen frogs or salamanders or anything. Except for Mrs. You're a snake. That's kind yeah, of like, like <laughs> reptile though. That's true, that's true. But still, like who just like I know they I know they used to have like Monty here from Mr. Wells, but who just has like a ten foot was it a boa constrictor? No, because it was wrapped around her. That'd be horrible if it was a boa constrictor. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but like And it's huge too. It's not like a little yeah, pet snake that you're thick. like, oh my biology teacher has a snake. It's like, no, this is a cage and the school would be in trouble if it got yeah. out type like, of thing. I never saw it until I think last Monday 
where it was like wrapped around her a couple times. She was holding it. And then Nick Pleiss was sitting right next to her. He was it was just kind of wrapped around his neck a little bit. He was just vibing with it. I'm just like, what are you doing? That's a <laughs> snake people. Yeah, I'm I, glad I wasn't there that day. <laughs> I think that it's going to be a learning experience for the biology students where, oh, there's a snake. You actually have to learn how to care for an animal. But also, I feel like that's just a distraction. Like, if you're bored in class, just, like, look back. Oh, say hi to the snake. And just, like, that's there, there goes all your attention for the class. But we had fish when we were in biology. That was pretty cool. And then they yeah, died. F- little but. fish are different than, like, a huge, ginormous <laughs> snake, though. Got to say, the fish in the waiting room at uh, New Ulm Clinic was... That was that was that, that that was great. As a kid, I would just go up and be like, "Oh, they've got an aquarium here. This is dope." And then like, you've got the ones that are just sucking on the glass. And- Ew. Bro, I was I was I like had this huge Finding Nemo face. So I'm just like, "Oh, there's Nemo. There's Dory. There's the one that's obsessed with bubbles." I found there's- Nemo. Movie's over. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need to make another sequel for that one. Back to back to cross country. <laughs> uh, what, what's the best terrain to run on? Flat. It's all there is to it. Hills they just burn. But are are we talking like flat grass or like a track or asphalt or? Well, if it's like concrete or asphalt or something like that, you get shin splints and that hurts pretty bad. But at practice the other day, Miss Layman's like, "Well, cross country, it's supposed to be hills. That doesn't mean we have to appreciate it." But like, I don't know. Definitely flat. I know if you run with spikes, I know grass can be a very stellar thing when you're running. Have sure. you ever made the mistake of putting spikes on and then not realize there was concrete in a section and then? Every meet, especially Springfield, because we ran on that for the first time last week. And so there was like this big section of gravel and then we had to cross a bridge with like wooden planks across it. And I was deathly scared that my spikes were going to get stuck in the bridge and I would just... I don't, I don't even know what would happen. It would be bad. Fall in the water. <laughs> yeah. I think my dad said he, because he ran cross country in high school, I think he said he got spiked a couple times from just running on um, concrete with his spikes on. For sure. That That's why I play football. <laughs> Ooh, or you wear your spikes and then you have somebody stretch your shins. So that's where you sit on the ground. And then somebody like, oh, and they have to, like stretches your feet. And yeah, and so they hold your shoe and... If you have spikes on, that obviously doesn't go very well, but you have to, like, maneuver around it because you can't just take mm-hmm. them off right before a you race. Just take yeah. it like a champ. <laughs> right? Sacrifice. Well, it seems like you guys are pretty fond of cross-country, like a love-hate relationship. Is that about right? For sure. Yep, pretty bittersweet. <laughs> um, so why why should other people join it then? Hard work and bonding, like we said before. I mean... There's no better way to work yourself hard than run for 25 minutes and w- with only your own thoughts and your screaming parents. <laughs> right. <laughs> I would say, I don't know, I've made some of my best friends in cross country. And like Caleb said, you have 25 minutes at least every day of just like talking to people that you run with. So you get to be pretty close to people. Hard work and bonding. That sounds like a good slogan for Elmer Glue. <laughs> hard work and Elmer's Glue, hard work and bonding. Find it in your local supermarket. Supermarket? <laughs> really supermarket. Very. The superest of markets. Oh, Sam, Sam was telling me, like, it, like, America's the only country that, like, has stores like Walmart where it's, like, 
clothes and groceries and office supplies and everything all in one store. That, that that's like a superist market. So uh, the weird. Walmart and the Target and Costco is like a cheap supermarket, but it's. I love Costco. Messy. That's like one of my favorite stores. Costco is like a super supermarket. Yeah. I oh. haven't been to a Costco since I lived in Washington. Unpopular opinion: Costco is better than Sam's Club. Never True. Been, never been to Sam's Club. Okay, good. You don't need to. Just go to Costco. I want a in-person store for Craigslist. Just want, oh no! <laughs> just want, like, that would be so bad. That'd be so sketchy. Welcome to the Craigslist sketchy warehouse just, like, on the side of town. You just see people like all caged up, just waiting oh to be God. rented. <laughs> what kind of Craigslist are you on? Well, aren't, isn't that how they do it? Like, there's like, hey, I need a tattoo artist, and there's no one in my town. You get someone from Craigslist to do it. That is not I what I thought Craig, you meant. Craigslist is like personal ads, like. I have a couch that I need somebody to pay 50 bucks for, and they need to come pick it up. So you put it on Craigslist. Oh, I... It's not I think slavery. you can post jobs or something, can't you? You can, but it's not, not just jobs. It's like the smartest a, thing. It's like an online yard sale. Yeah. When you don't have enough for a real yard sale. See, but the, pro- the, the problem with that is, though, there's always like a 5% chance that the person is only there to rob you and take all your money. That's true. <laughs> Armed security at the Craigslist warehouse. <laughs> like the security is just like a dog, but it's like a really nice dog. <laughs> it's like it's just like a mini Chihuahua. That's like, like sure, it's it seems intimidating when you hear, it, but it's like it's it's like it's it just, like this big. It it runs up to you and it like starts nuzzling your ankle, and you're just like, I'm not, I'm not going to stop robbing people. <laughs> well, on on the on the note of um. Of stores and grocery stores, what's your favorite cereal to have for breakfast? Oh man, my personal preference is cinnamon toast crunch. I love it. I had it on my birthday cake this year, and I can tell you, even after the cereal goes stale on the cake, it is still a fantastic cake. Oh my gosh, I don't even know what cereal on a cake would be like. Cinnamon toast crunch is good. Um, I I have to give a shout out to Molto Meal because they have a lot of off-brand cereal, but it tastes just as good as the original, and it comes in the big bag, so it doesn't run out quickly. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's got the big resealable bag. Shout out Frosted Mini Spooners or Fruity Dino Bites. Mm-mm. Captain Crunch all the way. See, I really don't like Captain Crunch. Really? Unless it's the one where it's only the Crunch Berries, I, I don't do it. Do you ever get that feeling in your mouth after you eat cereal where it just, I don't know, it feels different? It... I think the technical term is actually crunch mouth. Crunch mouth. Oh, after you eat Captain Crunch, it, for it. Like, <laughs> it like dries out your mouth in yeah. a weird way. That that's crunch mouth. I've only heard of it, but I, I, I think Captain Crunch is good in moderation. I have never heard of that ever. Um, I I like to give a good shout out for my personal favorites: Frosted Mini Wheats and my number one Raisin Bran. Oh, you're one of those people. <laughs> do, you, do you like Raisin Bran or Raisin Bran Crunch? See, Raisin Bran Crunch is like cinnamon oat clusters. I'm, I'm not a huge cinnamon kind of guy. I'll just... Sounds I'll, very I'll bougie. S- cinnamon I'll, I'll oat take the clusters. original Raisin Bran. I think Raisin Bran updated their lineup better than Grape Nuts because Grape Nuts are still like, oh, it's gravel, but cinnamon... <laughs> uh, no, Raisin Bran Crunch... That's like it adds enough of the sweetness that I'm I can still enjoy a good bowl of raisin bran crunch. I think 
uh, we should probably ask one more question. This one is going to be uh, from the Wisdom of the Crowd series, where we ask MVL students questions and compare their answers to yours. So, this week, I believe that we are going to go with a very controversial question, because it has one correct answer. Asterisk. How many counties are there in the United States of America? Oh, I just I just heard about this the other day. No. Yeah, I don't remember what it is, <laughs> but I heard about it, and that's the important oh, that's, thing. You get an A for effort on that one. I don't know what it was from, though. Is it in the millions? <laughs> no. No, I, no, not, no, obviously no. <laughs> I don't remember what I heard about that from, though. I have no, I completely forgot what I put down for this one. Or maybe it was just Minnesota. I'll give you Minnesota. It's 87. Minnesota. Oh, that changes things. I mean, you could just be like, oh, well, there's Brown County, Sibley County. <gasps> I heard. That's what it was. That's what it was. This morning on my way here, I heard that commercial on the radio where, of the guy singing through all of the counties. And he announced what it was, like how many there are. Total? Yeah. There, it there must have just been Minnesota. Must have just been Minnesota. Uh, yeah. I think there's 87 counties in the whole state. That's crazy, though. 87 counties in the country. Yeah, Minnesota's the only one that actually has counties. But <laughs> you can come up with separate answers. You can come up with the same answer. Ooh, I don't know. Well, wait, in the whole U.S., right? Yes. Okay, well, if Minnesota has, what did you say, 87? Yeah. Is Minnesota average, though? No. And there's Rhode Does Rhode Island even have counties or is, is Rhode it, is Island, Rhode Island, Rhode Island is their own county? Okay. <laughs> my, I'm, I'm not going to provide all the answers. I'm just going to provide Minnesota's answer. My final guess is 3,000. My guess is like, oh man, I'm going to say 2,054. I'm just going to say this right now. I was, my guess was way below all of you guys. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Your guess was 2,500. Just kidding. Yours was right <laughs> in between. I thought, so, yeah. Our closest guesser was uh, from the MVL student body was Nicole Schumann, who guessed 3,025. She would be right. The average guess from the student body was 2,767. But today's winner is Caleb Karlovsky because there are 3,007 Counties. And what oh, did he guess? 3,000. 3, I thought about guessing 3,003, but... Oh. Man, you could have been even closer. Man. Man. What am I wow. going to do? But that, the, the, the asterisk is there are 16 boroughs in Alaska that aren't counted, 11 census areas in Alaska that aren't counted, <laughs> 64 parishes in Louisiana that aren't counted, 42 independent cities, one in Maryland, one in Missouri, one in Nevada, and 39 in Virginia. What the heck, wow. Virginia? Virginia is a little out there. And, and one district, the District of Columbia. Wow. So the answer would be closer to 3,100, 3,200 otherwise. But Caleb Karlovsky is today's winner. Yeah, That's, that's <laughs> going to be hard to beat, getting it's that close seven, for that many. Uh, please write in if you know what the relative error is or want to calculate that. We would appreciate that. At Mr. Dobberpole in chemistry. <laughs> and physics. <laughs> Literally any Dobbs class. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'd like to thank our guests, Caleb Karlovsky, winner of Wisdom of the Crowd, and Anna Van Reesen, participant in Wi Wisdom of the Crowd. Ooh, it's like my cross-country thing, participant. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, uh, hard work and bonding, right? It's worth it, I promise. <laughs>
All right, back to us from the future. Thanks, us from the past. I think we're going to move right into our final segment next week, this week, right now. Andy, what do we have on the calendar? All right, so just like last week, this week, today, I just have sports. Um, on the 6th, Tuesday, uh, both of our soccer teams once again uh, go out to Wasika to fight the Blue Jays. Back-to-back games against Wasika. It's something that happened earlier in the season against Mankato Loyola, and it appears that the Eagles from New Ulm Co-op came out on top in both of the games, uh, both of the second games against Loyola. And that's, so, and that's really nice, though, if you, if, especially if you lost, to face a team and then go face them right again so that you don't have to know what you have to do, go face another team, and then go back to them, you know? Yeah, you can keep the same playbook, keep the same strategy, or change it up if it didn't work. But also, it would work well with Wasika too, because they're like, oh, we beat New Ulm. Oh, hey, we play New Ulm again. Yes. It's advantages either way. Um, then we have on Thursday the 8th, Cross Country is going to fight the Tigers of Springfield. And I believe nowadays that the Cross Country meets are now one-on-one. As before, I believe they were more of a group affair, like you've got several schools. It, yeah, together. it was around like five or six schools that had a meet before this year. But that's good. I can't remember... Was it Springfield we had? No, we had Wabasso here. Yes, we hosted Wabasso earlier in the year. Mm, but yeah, this that'll be good to get our runners. Is that yeah? That looks like it's their last meet. Uh, yep. Scheduled, unless if they're doing sections or something like that. Well, anyway, it's the last regular season meet, so it's still hype for cross country. Yeah, it's gonna be a great time for them. One one last run in the. Before they run into the sunset. Run into the ice of winter. (laughs) And we wish the best of luck to them on that. And then, volleyball's first game. Yep. At Sleepy Eye Public. Gonna fight the Indians there. I had to double check I wrote this down right because volleyball, what? (laughs) Volleyball's starting. And that's exciting. That's great. I believe that this year volleyball will not have spectators allowed due to certain circumstances. So you'll just have to send your thoughts and prayers to our Chargers volleyball team. I heard rumors of live streams. Live streams would be dope. Maybe not for volleyball, but I know for home football games they're going to try and get a live stream because of that new Vera Wi-Fi out there. Yeah. Um... And then the next day on the ninth football's first game, we're going to Tracy to to um, play against the Panthers of Tracy Milroy Ballatin. That's going to be a great game. But I actually have a buddy that goes to Tracy. We're both super excited about it. Uh, it's their homecoming. Always fun to ruin another school's homecoming. That's the plan. As they ruined ours last year. So you know we just gotta get back on them. They graduated really all of their good players so all they have like from last year is like four linemen and then that saturday on the 10th our charger volleyball team will face the greyhounds of cathedral which i think that game before this year was always at mlc but unfortunately again due to circumstances you know the timing's off 
can't have it at MLC. Yeah. MLC isn't allowing visitors on campus, which is a reasonable policy. Yeah, but that'll be nice. Two volleyball games in one week. That'll be that'll be great for them. Hope, that, hopefully they That'll be a good, good thing if they can keep it going, as long as the season isn't derailed. Yeah, and they've been pretty successful since uh, Coach Pearson has come, so hopefully they can keep that going. Maybe build on that success and make it through the playoffs. Yeah, we lost a good chunk of seniors, but we have we have a lot of people, so that'll work. I, I'm excited. Hopefully they do well. Best of luck to all of our sports teams, by the way. Yes, we are not favoriting others. We're just trying to fill in time as we can. Yeah. And um, that's all I have for well, this. Then this has been the last bell with Jonah Cromer and Andy Muskie. You can find us on Anchor, Breaker, Castbox, Google, and Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Podbean, Radio Public, Spotify, Stitcher, and the MVL Charger blog. Special thanks to Mr. Lunston, our desktop publishing advisor and master sound guy, and John Wang, our in-house audio engineer. Uh.